Welcome to the Daily Travel Tips Podcast. This is Kai speaking. Very, very welcome. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. If you like what we are doing, please share this podcast with your friends, with your colleagues and follow us on your favorite social media at Kai Tours Mexico. K-A-Y Tours Mexico. Have fun and enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Kai speaking. Welcome to the Daily Travel Tips podcast. I am here with Jen and Sean in Playa del Carmen. We just rented a really nice meeting room. Hello Sean, hello Jen. Hello. How are you today? Great, how are you? Great. Well, we just had a, a small chat, a coffee together. Uh, what brought us together is the topic Airbnb. Because uh, here in the Mayan Riviera in Mexico, Airbnb is a big thing, it's a big deal. People like it, people enjoy it, and other people try to restrict it. Let's, yeah. let's talk about it right away. Uh, this topic, this podcast is about Airbnb. Uh, Sean and uh, Jen, they are owner and guests in Airbnb, so they are also um, travel bloggers. Yeah. And at the end of this podcast, they are sharing tips and tricks how to get the best uh, Airbnb, what questions to ask. I would love to ask you first, uh, please introduce yourself, uh, your travel blog. I would uh, love to announce it here as well that people which are listening right now, since it's a travel tips podcast, I saw your uh, foodies and travelers, but well, please go ahead. Yes, we are food and travel bloggers. We've been actually traveling pretty much full time for the last five years. And we love to share, we love to get to know cultures through cuisine. And we also really love to cook. So it's been, um, it's been a fun experience here in the Riviera Maya. It's also a wonderful place to get to know the food. And so we share our um, experiences about places to go, things to see, um, how to get the most out of a destination off the beaten track, and we share um, recipes and food. Where are you from? From the United States. From the United States. Yes, originally New England. Um, moved down to San Diego for about 14 years before selling our house and Travel. Travel. Yeah. How can people find your, your travel blog? Um, we are at www.venturist.net. Venturist.net, not .com. Yeah, right. exactly. That's <laughs> important. The domain of kai.tours is not common. People are always tours.com. That's why I was like, it's venturist.net. Very good. Sean, uh, so five years ago, the two, year, the two of you, you decided, you know what, let's sell the house, let's go traveling. It was that easy? I, well, it wasn't that easy. But we, <laughs> had a lot, we had a lot of yard sales and getting rid of all of our oh, stuff, fun, all, yeah. all of our furniture, all of our belongings, our house, our cars. But then, yeah, then we hit the road without really a, a set plan. We usually plan about a month, a couple of months in advance where we're going to be. We spend about a month in each place, whether it's a city or a new country or something like that yeah and uh yeah a lot of fun like jen said we we eat a lot of new things and try to write about that in our blog and try to experience as much of life as we can this way yeah okay Did, uh, five years ago when you i mean those ideas they grow yeah i, I guess I, and eventually when you said you know, okay let's do this was airbnb already on your radar back in 2013 
The yeah. company was I, my homework. Yeah. Let, me, let me show off. <laughs> the company was founded in 2008, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, five years later, it was already a big. Uh, uh, not anymore startup. It was already a big company. They were very successful. The founders Brian, Chesky, Joe, Javier, and Nathan Lechartic. Uh, 2013, did you have Airbnb on your radar? Yes. Yes. I did not, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. We haven't used it very often, but we had used it, and I think, you know. Uh, I back in San Diego, sorry to interrupt. Did you use it in, uh, back in San Diego when traveling? Yeah, also? when traveling. Yeah. Traveling and what was your first Airbnb experience? Where was that? I, it was like, well, I'm trying to remember exactly. I know when we actually started full time traveling, our first place we stayed was Cuenca, Ecuador, and, oh. that, and that was in an Airbnb. We stayed there for a month. And it was a positive for our experience, yes. I assume. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it really gave us, I was nervous, you know, going to a new place. I mean, I didn't, didn't know um, what my life was going to be like. I mean, it felt like we were not on the ground at all. Yeah. But at least this gave us a way that we could check out pictures of the place, yeah. reviews of the place, other people that had stayed there that had had a good experience. Yeah. So it just gave me a little bit more sense of security yeah. and allowed us to, I think, um, go into situations that would be very different having just some level of comfort. I see, I see. Yeah, so I don't know that we'd be traveling the way that we do, living the way we do actually if it weren't for platforms like Airbnb. Okay, we, we were already chatting a bit uh, during the coffee. I, I'm totally new, I have to admit that, uh, to Airbnb. <laughs> experts uh, on both ends I really like that yeah. um, where do you see the big benefits and what did change since 2013 five years ago where uh, did Airbnb improve what are the benefits uh, we talked about that they protect both ends the guests and the house what, what are the big improvements during the last couple of years Airbnb is showing? I think one of the biggest improvements was um, is the reviews and yeah. the reviews are critical and you both from my end in, toward, in terms of getting feedback about our, our condominium that we own here yeah. and about being able to search different places and feeling secure going there. Somebody that would be able to write, oh, I went to this um, I went to this place, there were a lot of restaurants around that I could get around to, I felt safe, those kinds of things you yeah. read about. Previously, um, when we write a review or somebody reviewed us, you could, you could, I would just write it and it would show up when I, that minute. So yeah. it, would, it would say to the other owner, if they didn't like what I had to say about their condo, that they could give me a negative review at the same time. You as the, as the guest. As the guest. Okay, now it's vice versa. Yeah. It's blind now. So basically, yeah. both of them aren't visible, both of the reviews aren't visible to each other yeah. until they're published. Okay. And if the other person doesn't review you, then... Um, my review of them will become, or vice versa, will become, um, will be published within 14 days. I see. I, yeah, I, I think that's fair. That's that's fair. I think that's. I, fair. I totally I understand and I, I agree. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I think some of the other ways it's improved is actually by how people use it. I think people uh, that are hosting their places are getting more savvy. So it used to be that you would just see just a few pictures of the place. Now people will post 30 pictures, photos of their place. Yeah. They'll also post photos of the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. That when you're looking for, you know, 
an Airbnb in Amsterdam, yeah. you'll be able to see, okay, it's not just, I'm going to see what the bedroom looks like, what the kitchen looks like, what the, you know, what the view out the window looks like, yeah. and also what the neighborhood is like. So I think the hosts are putting a lot more content and work into their listings, and that gives you as a, a guest who are looking for a place to stay a lot more information in yeah. addition to the the makes it more comfortable as well for you to, to choose and maybe sometimes a bit harder because you have so many options, right? Yeah, that's true. That's one, of, true. one of the other things that, you know, since we tend to spend longer at a place than many people, we'll typically book for a month. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. We like staying in place for a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, but also, you get discounts. Most places offer a monthly discount anywhere okay. from 10 to 30 to 40 percent. Oh, that's so, interesting. So it yeah. can be a lot more economical to stay for a month yeah. than staying for a week, one place. Especially for travel bloggers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're making it a living, uh, you need a good internet connection. That's uh, for sure a very important thing. But uh, staying longer in order to get to know the city where you're staying or the area where you're staying makes it sense yeah and also the filters that they have are great because we have our our typical filters that we do when we're looking for a place in a city we'll say okay we want an entire apartment we don't want to just a room we want a washing machine because we want to be able to do our clothes we want good wi-fi you can check off and all you can those things right things. yeah yeah and it just exactly. filters just those apartments as well as the price range that yeah you to pay. that's great yeah and it makes it it's one of the better uh, interfaces for yeah. actually searching for for places. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much easy to use. Mm -hmm. would, would, would my grandma be able to handle it? No problem. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma's pretty savvy. I, uh, she's on <laughs> Facebook. She is. She's my biggest fan, obviously. Uh, sometimes uh, you have uh, ninety-nine uh, interactions, and then it's all grandma, 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 grandma. <laughs> okay, she scrolls through the whole. Well, yeah, that's on a side note. Um, okay, why I, I announced or was looking for, for uh, interview partners for that uh, post podcast, uh, the reason was because I think Airbnb is a great thing, same as Uber or Cabify. Yeah. I already had another podcast, if you're still listening, uh, check into the Uber podcast, which is not existing here in uh, the Riviera Maya. Mm -hmm. Similar platform, someone is uh, providing uh, a platform where demand and uh, supply meets and uh, people here, uh, certain uh, people don't like it, let me say like that. It came into the news up two or three weeks ago uh, that the Secretary of Tourism brought up, we want restrictions, we want certain areas uh, that Airbnb is not allowed anymore. Well, it all smells like there is the, the hotel industry, let's call it and behind it since we are in a tourist area they kind of apparently feel like that they are missing out they're losing business to the airbnb what is your opinion about that i would suggest that a lot of people i don't know that they're missing out on tourists me too yeah. me, me neither sorry i don't want it that's my idea uh, i don't yeah. know if it is a fact but it comes from the tourism, uh, yeah. the Secretary of Tourism is saying uh, we have to limit the areas where Airbnb is allowed. They were saying for safety reasons, uh, to secure safe transportation and um, 
as well certain days of the year, so I guess uh, only during low season or something yeah. like that. Well, um, I, I, I think the hotels here in Riviera Maya, just like a lot of destinations, have, you know, they have a lot of money and they have a lot of influence with the government. So I think the hotels um, are looking at this technology as a disruptive technology for their business. So they're trying to get the government to limit Airbnb, yeah. which in my opinion, I think they should, I think the hotel should embrace Airbnb as it. another platform to gain people that they wouldn't have gained otherwise. Yeah, most of the people that we get are not going to be a hotel client. They're staying here for usually two weeks at a time. Yeah. People are coming, you know, you're looking at the snowbirds coming from Canada, yes. those kind of places. So the, the people that are my clients wouldn't necessarily go to a hotel. So it is actually an added tourist to the hotel guests. Yes. It is actually an increase yes. in the amount of, of people coming here spending their, their well-earned money, yeah. leaving it here, but they most likely wouldn't spend the time uh, in, in a hotel yeah. anyway. So they would look for alternatives or just did not come. Right. Well, it's well, not like when, the tour, when they talk about the cruise boats coming in. Yeah. It gets you a lot of people here, but they're not spending their money and they're yeah. not staying. They're not adding to the local economy. Yeah. When people come, that people come to our places, they're staying for you know, two weeks to a month often, yeah. and they are adding to the economy. They're just not the typical uh, tourist as, as a hotel guest right. would be described. Exactly. Right. I think you think think about uh, an Airbnb tenant is a very different sort of person than someone who would stay at an all-inclusive resort. Yeah. Where, you know, they're people who want to live in the local environment, maybe go to local restaurants. They don't want to have everything catered to them. They actually want a different experience. Yeah. So I think those are a different group of people than, you know, I love all-inclusives as well. You know, all you can eat, all you can eat. I hope nobody's getting us wrong. We really love the hotels. And I think, uh, and don't get me wrong, sorry to interrupt. I think they do a great job. Everyone in the tourism industry here is doing a great job. Me as a tour operator, when we have people coming out of a resort, they are freaking happy. Yeah. Everybody, the hotels are doing a great job. No more questions asked. And that's the reason why the Maya Riviera, the Cancun area, Tulum is so successful. We are one of the most pristine tourist destinations in the entire world. And uh, we, we can be proud of being part of it. And, and the hotels are doing a great job. And I totally hear you, it's just a different type of tourist. And in my consideration, it's an added tourist. Yeah, for our people that, just like us, our people that come here, yeah. they, they might go to Isla Mujeres for, yeah. and then stay in the hotel for a day or two while they're here. Yeah. With us, and we do the same thing. I mean, we'll, we'll go and we'll stay at a hotel in Hobox or other places yeah. and bring that money in. Where we might, where the tourists, the people that stay in our place long term do the same. Yeah. Right? So, what do you think about that? That they are saying, let's limit that. Uh, let's, is there, are you worried about that when you read the first time? You're like, oh my god, this is not good. Or <laughs> what, 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 what were your thoughts? What is your yeah, perception there, of that? There's definitely some concerns because clearly we make uh, some of our income from renting at our place. So, the idea. Oh, yeah, sorry, you have a place here that's yeah, very we, quickly cleared it up. Yeah. Uh, if you're still listening, you can absolutely rent a nice Airbnb <laughs> uh, through Jen and Sean. <laughs> 
uh, they find find you. They can find you on uh, Airbnb, VBRO, on your I guess on yeah. your website as well. Yeah, yeah, they can get in touch with us through our website, and we can direct them to the listing. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, sorry. So, yeah. So we bought a, a condominium here, a two-bedroom condominium, four years ago. Yes. And while we spend anywhere from a month to four or five months a year here, um, the rest of the time we rent it out. Yeah, and on Airbnb as well as some of these other platforms, and you know it brings in it at least covers the costs of maintaining the condo and yeah. not bringing some extra money. So, reading about the the change in legislation, it was a concern, but when we read the details of it, you know it's not really affecting us at this point, based on the number of days. I yeah. think it was something like 180 days that's rented out, then you- You're underneath that anyway. Yeah, typically, so. But it's it's interesting to see that something that we're doing that provides us some income is, is going to be coming under some you know, new legislation. Yeah, there comes the discussion about paying taxes, there comes the discussion like Uber or other platforms, Airbnb are not paying the taxes. Actually, they do now. I just read this morning in an article at The Economist that they are since here in Quintana Roo, since last year, October, they're paying a lodging tax, which is, I think, 3%. So they adapt. They are like, okay, let's do this. We, we are willing to adapt. And I mean, so we're talking about big companies which are based on internet mm-hmm. traffic, right? Yeah. They do not have to have an office space physically somewhere. So what they do is they take advantage. Let's, let's face it, they go to Ireland, they go to the UK or the Netherlands, where those countries are offering tax benefits. If you don't do it, Somebody else would do it, right? It's yeah. always like that. Yeah. So in my consideration, that's my humble opinion, you, you can't blame them. They're just doing business. And in these days, our beautiful planet is so interconnected, yeah. you have to look at it like that. Yeah, exactly. I don't, uh, when somebody asks me where you're from, well, I always say Berlin, Germany. But at the end, I'm a citizen of this planet. Right. There, there shouldn't be any borders anymore. So uh, paying taxes, they do pay taxes. You, we were talking about that. You you are paying the, the, the you creating a job or two with with your. Go ahead. What, what was sure. that? So so Airbnb does make it easy to pay the, the hotel taxes. Yes. They they collect it and pay it as part of renting through them. Yes. So yeah, here in the Riviera Maya. Yeah, here in the Riviera Maya. There are, no, there are other countries. But well, let's let's stick to the Riviera Maya since the, the topic came up with the restrictions and. Yeah. Uh, the, the hotel industry defending and one of the arguments apparently is well they don't pay taxes which is not the fact. It's not the mm-hmm. fact. Right. Sorry, that interrupted you. I mean, obviously, you know, we pay property taxes as well yes. as, as owners. Uh, you mentioned the fact that as owners we regularly hire people to work on our apartment. We have a full-time handyman who works in our small complex. So we we feel like in a lot of ways we are giving back to the economy. Yeah. Uh, so, so we do a lot that way, but we do pay taxes as well through Airbnb. I see. And Airbnb is, um, let's, let's quick talk about the, the structure of Airbnb is charging uh, a fee to the guest and a fee to the, to the host. Yes. And um, that depends on where you are or how much.
much you uh, how long you stay and how much you pay. Yeah. Is there a rule of thumb how much that is? Just for somebody like me being totally new. You know what? I'd have to, <clears throat> I'd have to look it up, but I think it, it varies by how much it's. If you're if you're just staying for a short stay yeah. and it's not a very expensive unit, you're not going to pay as high a percentage as if you are going to a, a more expensive luxury accommodation. Let me let me ask you differently. Um, the, the price stated at your at your property, I, I look at your beautiful kitchen and everything, and yeah. there's a price listed per night. I yeah. think it's listed. Yeah. That's the price I pay, or do I have to consider it something added up? Airbnb is charging. You would need to. Um, Get their estimate so basically you can say i want to stay from these dates yeah and it will give you the fee oh, okay. um, i'm going to see a different fee when they'll tell me how much for example if, if somebody's renting out our condominium here they'll say here's how much your the guest is paying here's how much uh your service fee is from airbnb and this is the, the total at the bottom yeah. the total for the guest is going to look different because the fee they're paying to airbnb is going to be different but and i won't i won't know that but as a user of airbnb when you put in the, I want to stay from December 5th to December 15th, yeah. that daily amount is is the average daily amount that you'll pay. That you're going to turn down or a hidden cost or taxes added up at the end or... I'm just I, 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 I'm I totally so. curious <laughs> and it would, it would surprise me. And yeah. um, just trying to, someone who never used Airbnb, now I'm feeling like I'm... I'm Running behind, never <laughs> use Airbnb. But um, okay, I had another question. Um, yeah, talking about the concerns of, of other people, and yeah, we have to restrict and regulate it, and more regulations. And only let the market decide. If those guys are doing a bad job, people are not willing to pay for it, right? So I'm always like. Let's do a bit less regulation. Uh, long story short, where I was heading to, um, your Airbnb uh, is, is a secure place. Uh, we were talking about the last couple of months in the States. There's a lot of uh, in the news about the, the crime, uh, the shootings happening. Uh, do you feel insecure? You are uh, as a host, you would say, no, I'm fine, but as a guest, as well, that's why I would really like to uh, have that podcast with you since you're on both ends. And we were talking about fire extinguishers, those let's say uh, self evident things, but um, apparently, if they have to be regulated, would you be fine to, to check it off a list and sign that you're always taking care of those things? And well, I, I mean, we do all those already, so I'm fine with having them regulated. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it just makes sense to have a first aid kit in the apartment, which we have. It, it's to our benefit to have a fire extinguisher. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, if someone lights something on fire on the stove, I want them to be able to you know, <laughs> use the fire extinguisher and not, like we talked about, call us on the phone and say yeah. the apartment's on fire. <laughs> like to, I do. Yeah. So, you know, we also address security uh, issues. You know, we have a, you know, a plaque on our door. Uh, when people are leaving to say, remind people, hey, make sure you lock the, the, the sliding yeah. doors yeah. before you leave. Um, we have a safe in the, uh, in the apartment as well so that people can lock up their, their goods. And crimes can happen anywhere. They, yeah. Crimes happen in the United States, in Germany, in Mexico. Crimes of opportunity, like people breaking into a place can happen. Yeah. You know, traveling all over the world, we've seen it. You just have to, you have to be smart about it. Uh, both as a, a guest 
as well as a host making sure things are available to people. I hear you, hopefully. Okay, let me have a look. Um, did it, did it, did it, how to do it? Oh yeah, how do you distinguish yourself from others? We were talking about uh, uh, that, that you are able, as when you're locked into Airbnb as a guest, you can look into the other uh, accommodations, you can uh, even see their occupancy, yeah. uh, which is really, I, I like that. That's a lot of insight for you. Uh, what uh, are you doing to, to uh, set yourself apart? From other these things, is there a chance to do that? Yeah. Uh, fire extinguisher is a great uh, <laughs> thing. No, absolutely. It's it's, um, and I think everybody tries to do that and say, what what is it about the personality of my home? What, yeah. what, what is it going to attract people? How close am I to the beach? Yeah. Um, is it tastefully uh, decorated? Yeah. But, but the biggest thing beyond just those small pictures are, what's the guest experience when they come yeah. to your place? And having those wonderful reviews, um, Airbnb allows you the opportunity to be a super host. And that means... What is a super host? That means that you have to hit a, a certain standard. Mm -hmm. You have to have positive, very positive reviews. You have to... People will rate your place on cleanliness, on how positive the check-in experience. Um, was it a good... Did I pay a decent rate for this place? Was it a good value for my money? Um, was it comfortable? Um, did, was the listing accurate? Did yeah. I have all those basic things like soap and those kind of things for people? And if you have all those positive reviews on those particular areas, um, and I think it's every six months that, that they reevaluate um, re you. Yeah. yeah, and you can you can do your Airbnb search and say I just wanna I just wanna look at um, apartments that are are being listed by superhosts. I see. In fact, I think. They changed something recently that that's the default. That, that you when, when you're yeah when you're doing a search, yeah. you default it to superhost only. You have to go into your settings and turn that off. Yeah. In order to see things that aren't hosted by superhost. Would it would it essentially mean that a superhost host can charge more or is charging more when I'm going as a new customer in there and have that as a default? No. Am I eventually paying more? No. Or? No. No, not it's just not necessarily. necessarily. One of the one of those things has to do with value that you're paying for your. Yeah, your I hear you. So it just has like to have those yeah. ratings. So where somebody as a traveler says, "I love staying in this place." They just try to secure happy customers by putting that on default because they know that the the new client or customer or guest yeah. is is actually looking at pretty well rated uh, accommodation. Yeah. And, and it's just it's just one other thing. You know, if you're looking at two apartments that are virtually the same yeah. and one is hosted by a super host and one isn't, or one has more better reviews than the other one, you'd probably choose the better the reviews. Host. Yeah. Because you, you can uh, choose your, your listings on how much you want to pay. Yeah. I'll pay within this range. Yeah. And that way you already exclude uh, uh, down and up there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, fun facts. Let's, let's wrap it up. Fun facts and uh, some tips and tricks from, from you. I'm very curious about that since you are five years traveling. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> uh, fun facts this morning. Uh, I read in the Economista. Yeah, do we, do we have an idea how many listings there are in entire Mexico on Airbnb? I have no idea. No idea either. Wild guess? No. No idea. 94 
thousand. 399 listings in entire Mexico. This is entire Mexico. Wow, well, what about it? Do you know about the Conoru? Uh, 58,000. Wow. So most of them are right in this that's area. That's exactly. That's, yeah. that's the major part. That uh, says a lot about this area. Yeah. Uh -huh. and they, they, uh, when I read it, I was like, okay, that's very uh, interesting. Very interesting fun fact as well. What's the average income or uh, earning of an of a listing in, during the uh, annual income of an of a listing is roughly three thousand dollars, fifty one thousand uh, uh, Mexican pesos. Those were really nice. I will, I will share the link with you. It was in yeah, Spanish yeah. though, but they really made a nice infographic. That was it was really nice. And the average. Uh, stay, and you were saying that uh, many times people are staying longer, like yeah. uh, two weeks, maybe a month. Mm -hmm. And this is based on entire Mexico, it's 3.6 nights only. Okay. Is it really? Very short, yeah. Okay. I think in the cities it is just, I need a night here, yep. just a sleepover. And mm -hmm. I think in the biggest, here in the, in the touristy area, people want to stay, they want to enjoy, it's, it's a different story. Oh yeah, those were really fun things. Another question, now I already spelled it. Where is the word air, or where is the name coming from? Airbnb. BNB is break and breakfast. Okay, but why air? Where is that coming from? You already told us, you go ahead. I, I told you, you know, I didn't know where to be as well. I didn't know where I read about it this morning. It's the co-founders that in 2008, actually in April, they were desperately looking for, for space to rent. They uh, were just coming out of uh, university and they were looking for space to rent, they didn't find it. And uh, uh, it all started on an air mattress <laughs> in their living room. <laughs> and they said, okay, we put the air mattress in our living room and we rent it out as an Airbnb. And that's how Airbnb started. That is. It, the first time it, um, they called it airbedandbreakfast.com, the, the website, and then only a couple of months later they uh, changed it to Airbnb. That was very fun uh, uh, to read. Okay, um, what are the questions? Let's do the, 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 the important part if you're still listening. Yeah. Uh, the important part. What are the questions if I'm a guest, uh, I am supposed to ask a, a host? For example, the, the internet, internet speed, if it is your internet or the neighbors, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good thing. But what are uh, really important questions to ask? So the internet, because we work online, yes. that, that's an important thing. Yes. Um, so you can obviously filter for Wi-Fi, but often we'll ask specifically when we reach out to a, a host, okay, how good is the internet? Is it unlimited? Because some, some guests will have Oh, here's a little five gig per month wow. uh, yeah. box. That's nothing. And, and that's nothing. We'll use that in a day. Yeah. So, so. Or other people will say that they'll they'll want a screenshot, or we can ask for a screenshot to know what the upload time and the. Uh huh. Okay. So we can ask that. Yeah. A screenshot that makes right? sense. Yeah. yeah. There's been talk about actually Airbnb doing that, uh, of. You uploading a, a screenshot of yeah. your internet speed yeah. because so many people are interested in that, but they haven't implemented that yet. No. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Are you stating it in your description that you are having internet and that? Um... Yeah, we're having. Well, we need to add that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a good idea to average speed is bam and then yeah. ready. I mean, well, fiber optic is starting to be available here, so we've talked about yeah. getting fiber optic, <laughs> and then and then that's an additional. Thing. Oh, fiber optic, yeah. high-speed internet. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, here, and like I said, in, in Valle Carmen, we are very, very fortunate. 
um, thanks to as well the digital uh, travelers or sometimes called the digital nomads, uh, um, we are very very fortunate here. It attracts a lot of people which are internet based, internet working. In uh, fiber optics, since last year, they are starting. <laughs> I actually live at the entrance of Playa Carmen, and I saw them literally digging the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the cable is coming. <laughs> okay. Um, so, other, go ahead, please. Other tips and tricks. We were talking a little bit about this um, with Google Maps and Google Street View. Yeah. Very often, when we're looking for a place, we will actually do a little virtual walk through the neighborhood. Yeah. Because. No matter what the host says about the neighborhood, it's better to see it through your own eyes too. Yeah. And you can well often just walk a few blocks around, you know. Is there a running path near the water? And oh, yeah, that's nice. like, oh, that's a good thing to know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's definitely a tip. Uh, what else do we ask of hosts? I think it's really important just to know what you need to be comfortable. I mean, for us, I don't like sending my laundry out. I like to do my laundry. So, yeah. like, maybe, maybe that's not important to other people, but just know the four or five things that yeah. are going to be important to you. Like, do you mind taking public transportation to get to the, the, the main area where you want to be right there? And, and all, the, that. all those questions back and forth that happens through the application that yes. happens on the platform? It can. I mean, some people just take a look at the listing, have an idea about where it is, yeah. and they, will, they can automatically book it. Yeah. And so, but for us, because we're staying someplace for a month and, and often in a city that we don't know, I want to make sure that I can walk around the neighborhood. I, yeah. want, I want a jogging path close by. I want a place where I can do my laundry. Yeah. Um, I want a kitchen to be big enough so that I can, you know, cook there and be comfortable for that month. Yeah. Other people don't care about that stuff. That's not important. <laughs> yeah, it depends. It's individual, obviously. Yeah, sure. So know yourself. That's and, it. And, yeah. and you get a lot of that information actually reading the reviews of each place because other people will say, oh, you know, the host said it was five minutes from downtown, but it's actually more like 10 or 15 minutes. Yes, yeah. reading um, the reviews is yeah. definitely. And, and, really and they'll key. give lots of information like, They'll say, hey, there's this great supermarket just around the corner, yeah. and it has everything you need. Right. So just reading the, the last 10 reviews or something give you a lot of insight into, into a place. I totally agree. We, uh, as a tour operator, depend on, on the reviews, and whenever we have people uh, like say, asking a lot of questions or doubting, like, like I'm just trying to sell them something, I'm like, you know what, here's the link to our reviews. Exactly. Feel free to read the read what our guests are actually saying about us, yeah. and I'm, I'm totally out of it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the salesperson, right? And, yeah. and, and well, those are the reviews. And um, actually, in TripAdvisor, you even have the option to contact the reviewer. Is that an option in the Airbnb as well? I don't know if it is. You can. You can actually in, in TripAdvisor. You can contact the person. If you have an account there, uh, you can contact the person. Oh, I saw you were with Kai Tours. Um, did they offer a light beer or whatever? It's a stupid question, but um, you can contact them. I, I don't believe you can through Airbnb, but I doubt the It's like, yeah. Yeah. well, TripAdvisor actually, you, you have to sign up with Airbnb as well. You have to have an account, right? Yeah. What, what uh, TripAdvisor is doing, you have to do the same. And uh, they're trying since a long time to create a community. And actually, uh, a week ago, they, they uh, announced that they're going to have their own social network and whatever. But that's a, another podcast. Yeah, there you go, friend. Um, tips and tricks for for hosts. Well, anything. Take a lot of pictures. 
Take a lot of pictures. A lot of pictures. Makes yeah. sense. Is it possible to upload videos? Make it. Does it make no, sense? Not no. Not yet. Not no? yet. No. I hope that's going to come in the near future. VBRO does that. Yeah. Because I saw um, somebody respond. Uh, she's not here in Playa. That's why we didn't meet. But she sent me uh, a video mm -hmm. which I saw was uh, listed on VBRO, and uh, it was. A drone flight from Mamita's beach, uh, and, and, and then the rest were literally pictures which are moving a bit, uh, but it was a video. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> Nicely done, though. Yeah. Um, a lot of pictures, anything else? You, we were talking about that you sometimes turn down people. Yes. Uh, why, why would you do that? <laughs> it sounds harsh, but I, I, I totally hear you and I agree. Why, why is it recommendable to sometimes say no? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if somebody uh, has never been using me, this is my first their first time using Airbnb. Yeah. That's what they're, they have a branding profile. Yeah. And there's just not a, a lot of information. For example, I had somebody that had kind of their first initial, like their initials. It wasn't even their name. I see. I and see. And if I send them, if I ask them questions about themselves, and you need to tell me a little bit about yourself, and I get no response, you're not coming to my house. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you know? at the end of the day, this is our home. That we're having people stay in. Many people don't see it like that. Exactly. Because you, that's yours. Yeah. And there are others, and many here as well, which are just considering it as an investment and we just rent it out and they never stay here. But uh, in your case, this is yours. You are living there, right? Yeah. Uh, you sit somewhere between four to five months a year. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and so you're very cautious. You don't, you don't <laughs> yeah. want anybody, uh, yeah, fooling around with your with your interior. Well, yeah. but, but that's another good recommendation for hosts, is actually spend a little bit of time in your own place. Absolutely. And, you know, the number of places we've gone to that don't have a can opener, don't have a bottle opener, don't, oh, don't have yeah. what, a cutting board. A cutting board. A cutting board. A cutting board. You know, you won't, don't want people to scratch up your counters. Yeah. Or have a knife. Okay. <laughs> there, there it becomes very quickly clear that there is, okay, this is just furnished up, rented out. Yeah. I hear you. That's, okay. I never thought about that. Totally makes sense. Around the world, we have provided probably five or six cutting boards yes. to pick Airbnbs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a large pot or two. Yes. <laughs> that is a nice, nice home warming present for everybody who's planning to rent out his. Uh, I brought you a cutting board. You will need it. <laughs> Nice, can openers, yeah, I remember myself looking for those things, bottle openers, yeah. Yeah. classic, I think. The, yeah. the basics that you need in order, if, is especially the people who are going to be renting an Airbnb are more likely to be doing things like cooking or preparing a meal, even if it's just breakfast. Yes. Yeah. And making sure you have the bare minimum, yeah. maybe a little more than that, yeah. so that they can do that comfortably. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a long way. Anything else? You would like to add about your blog? Um, I'm, I'm very confident that millions of people will listen to that blog or uh, to that podcast. Feel free. Come follow us on Ventress.net uh, on our social media channels: Instagram, Ventress. Our Facebook page is Ventress as well. What was your last Instagram picture? What was it? I think it some street art. Here is Flyer. Love the street art around Flyer. Oh my gosh. 
now talking about just a couple of days ago, I took the tour. I was curious. I love street art as well. Uh, I will give you the contact of uh, Veronica, which uh, she's listed on Airbnb as a tour as well. Yeah. But uh, it's a two, two and a half hours uh, tour walking through uh, Prada Carmen. I recommend you to do it in the afternoon mm-hmm. in a, a lovely. So uh, last Instagram picture was street art. Is yeah. there your uh, your Airbnb on on? On your Instagram as well? It isn't, no. Although there are a couple of photos that have been popular Instagram photos that we've turned into pictures of. Oh, that's on nice. The wall yeah. In our Airbnb. Okay. Well, look up the Airbnb listing of Sean and Jen. Follow them. Ventures. Dot net on the website. I saw you already posted some uh, about the food here in Playa de Carmen. Yes. Do you already have a favorite restaurant here? One of the more, yeah, favorites. Then yeah. been to Don Cerlon, which is right yeah. next to Avon. I, I like I like them a bit more than for one. I don't know why. It's they are just I German style. They are just quick. Bam, 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 <laughs> eat and let's go. I, I really like that. Uh, um, have you been to La Perla? Uh, yes, but a long time ago. La Bella Pizza, it's called, uh-huh. on the 34th. Yeah. One of my favorite Mexican, uh, very, very traditional Mexican uh, restaurant. I only can recommend you. Well, let's wrap it up. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm, I'm very sure we will run into each other again here. Now we are in, in touch. Thank you very much for, for listening. If you are still listening, you are awesome. If you like what we are doing here, Put a bubble on it, a like, a thumb up, a star, or a heart, or whatever makes that thing float in the internet. I am out of here. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Jen. I'm talking to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.